0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to The Stylish Bride, the podcast dedicated to making sure you are dressed, styled and down the aisle. And today I'm really excited to be sitting here with Cameron Rogers, who owns a company called The Freckled Foodie and is also a former bride of mine who just got married in October and we had so much fun working on her wedding together. So thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you for having me. I love podcasts. I love listening to them. So I'm so happy to be on one. Yay! I'm excited
0: to have you here. And, you know, it's funny because the idea, the seed was planted for this Mm -hmm. podcast at one of your fittings. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about the Freckled Food and why you
1: started it. So Freckled Food is a company that I run on my own based in New York. It's, I kind of say it's in the health and wellness and food space because I think it It does cover a lot of different things. I am a private chef, a health coach, a cooking class instructor, and a recipe developer for my Instagram and blog. And with that, I do some influencer work. So I honestly love that I reach a wide variety of age groups. I think the people I cook for are definitely older, where they're probably in their 40s ish. And old, then old so people. old. No, but older <laughs> than me. Um, but then my followers on Instagram and, you know, a lot of my health coaching clients and the people that are using my site mainly for recipes are in their mid 20s, I would say. And I love that I'm able to help these people learn how to cook because I felt so lost when I graduated from college of like, what? I have to, A, food is so expensive. Yeah. And so my whole credit card bill was. Food and I wasn't even like eating at nice restaurants every night. it was the fifteen dollar pickup lunch every single day. oh I know add on everything else six so, dollar
0: coffees yeah and, you know it's out of just, control
1: it is I remember calling my mom crying like mom my hat and even i I'm, I'm not shopping at Barneys I'm not doing anything, but like how is my credit card bill so high so honestly, that's what I love helping people like that who are just figuring out this new state of their life. Because it's a big transition period, moving from school into the real world, or if you have a new job or whatever, and food just goes to the wayside. And people don't. a lot of people aren't comfortable cooking, and they think that it's this grandoise, very difficult, hard thing. And sure, there are some things that are, but a lot of it is easy. And yeah. you just have to put yourself out there. And so that's kind of my spiel. That's okay. what I do. I've been doing it now full time for eight months before that I was in finance. So very, very different world, but it's been so much fun and I'm loving every bit of it. That's awesome.
0: And a lot of it stemmed from you having your own digestive problems and things like that. Yeah, so
1: So I was in sales and trading and I, like I said, was just spending all of my money on food and it wasn't even that good of food and I just kind of felt crummy, to be honest. I didn't feel like myself. I was sitting at a desk all day and I was struggling with digestive issues, which led me to kind of take a deep dive into my diet. And once I did that, I just started cooking more and it just kind of progressed very naturally. And you don't cook with dairy or? I personally cannot tolerate gluten. So I don't cook with gluten. I don't think that there's a blanket statement to be made of like, don't eat gluten. Right. If you can digest it, then you can have it. Sparingly, I would take note of what type of gluten you're eating and where it's coming from. But I personally cannot and I say I dabble with dairy because okay. <laughs> I don't like actively cook with milk or butter and what cheese really but if I'm at a restaurant which I love dining out in Manhattan I'm not gonna say no cheese in something okay. so you know so yeah it's the 80-20 yeah and you, you know that I've always out.
0: done I've done keto for a long time yeah and have, like cheese is like you know probably 30% of what yeah I your eat. thing it's, you got it I love cheese and butter yeah
1: yeah, but that's a different story. Like, <laughs> I think you should do a freckled foodie for keto people. Keto, okay. Every time I hear of cool. keto, I think of Jersey Shore. I can't get it out of my mind. Mo- oh, like, cause, really? Yeah. Well, because Vinny on Jersey Shore is keto. No way. And they have I this song know. that they sang about him, and it's anytime anyone oh says God. keto, it's all I can think about. I can't believe you think of Vinny. I know. I think of me.
0: Oh, I. You know what? I didn't even realize that show was back on. Oh, it's back. Until I saw it on Instagram yesterday actually. I was yeah. Like, what? I know, it's
1: wild. Is it is Snooky there? Snooky's there. What? She's got oh, kids at home and no. she's there. <gasps> yeah, well the kids stay at home. But oh my it's God. the same guest. That is just a horrifying yeah. idea.
0: <laughs> but back to back to this. Yeah. What I really wanted to talk to you about, like I was saying in the beginning, is this idea of the wedding diet. And what was so incredible to me is that when when we started talking about this and you were telling mm-hmm. me the number of people that asked you about it. So many. I mean, for you guys that are watching on YouTube, you can see Cameron. But for you guys that are watching or listening on the podcast, she is tall, slim, very fit, well, like muscular, you. and very pretty. And I can't imagine somebody saying to you, like, what are you doing for your job What diet? are you doing for your diet? It's probably because you're in the food business. But yeah. nonetheless, I mean, that's insane to me. So... Like, it's just started this conversation between us and, like, why is this a thing? Why is a wedding diet a thing? Mm
1: -hmm. So, I think what I struggled with the most, and I know we talked about this at one of our fittings because the first fitting I had was the day after Thanksgiving. And so I remember saying, I am so full right now. If I think I look good in this dress today, then we're fine. Like, I don't have to do anything.
0: Which she did, by the way. And then
1: I remember the second fitting was. I had been diagnosed with SIBO, small intestinal bacteria overgrowth. And so one of the things is severe bloating. And so I remember being really bloated going into that fitting. And again, I was like, you know what? If I like the way this looks today, then I'm not, I'm not even going to worry about a thing. Yeah. Because the, I've never felt worse in my own body, yet I still loved the dress. And that's why I knew. I'm like – There's no question this is the dress. And that's what we were talking about. And I think I said, like, I'm so fed up with people asking me if I'm going to go on a diet. I think it's so rude, first of all. It is. And I think there's a big – the whole message behind it bothers me. But I think what bothers me the most is that people feel they can ask someone, like, just because a wedding's involved, you would never go up to someone that's overweight and s- randomly say, so when are you dieting? Yeah. <laughs> like you don't do that. But all of a sudden you put wedding in front of it and people feel like they can just ask you when you're dieting. Right. And, and I they just, don't do it to men. No. Oh my God. No. Can you imagine? Joe's like trying to bulk up so that he didn't look too <laughs> skinny Sears. at the wedding. Oh my God. Um, but I think that the other thing is just that people feel this immense pressure as a bride that, society has put on to us or them whoever that they have to look their absolute best that day and like everything has to be perfect and you have to be in the best shape you'll ever be in in your life and that's just so false and it's just such it sets such a negative connotation around the whole thing and then you're consumed about losing this weight or being perfect and you're not even enjoying it right and what is perfection anyway? Yeah. I mean,
0: I think that it's relative in everyone's mind. And, Absolutely. you know, you could look perfect to me and to everyone else, but not feel perfect on the mm-hmm. inside, which is, you know, it's all psychological. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's an interesting piece of it, too, because, I mean, from working with brides for 15 years and really focusing on the whole thing that I want to do in my life and with my business mm-hmm. and this podcast is Empower Women. Yeah. And Yeah feeling great on the inside is the only way that that's going to happen and absolutely it's you know being able to block these people out and yeah. say you know I'm sorry I'm just not going to talk about that or 100% you know, or no don't, don't even apologize don't say no, I'm don't, sorry that's
1: my 20 one of my 2019 intentions cuz I don't really set like resolutions yeah. but my friend and I talk with, a lot of my friends and I talk about this, but one specific friend says sorry a lot. And I've always told her, stop saying sorry, stop yeah. saying sorry. And I just read an article where why are females apologizing so much? Right. I'm not saying sorry. So I've given up the word sorry. Okay. Even if I I'm like wrong. That. I'm like, I like Well, that. you know what? I'll do better next time. Right. Or um, maybe I apologize. Yeah, but exactly. But it's not, not really. Even, it's, yeah, yeah. But anyway, but I think that. I think it's such a, the thing that bothers me the most is, first of all, When you're engaged, that year is something you'll hopefully you'll always be married after your wedding, but you're only going to be engaged for however long that period is. And you'll never get that time back. And it's a really exciting and fun time. You never realize how many people want to celebrate you. Yeah. And it's tiring, but it's also kind of awesome. Like you get all this fun attention and everyone cares about you so much and you get to celebrate all these things. And I can't imagine being like, oh, I I can't do this because I'm on a wedding diet or I can't do this or, you know, your bachelorette party, like there's so much fun to be had that none of that should go to the wayside because you need to look, quote unquote, perfect in your dress. And it matters so much more how you're feeling about the day. And I, I just feel as if people put such more focus on the idea of fitting into a dress or their arms being skinny Or, you know, having a perfect back. Whatever your trigger is that you're concerned about over, I want to have the best day of my life. It's true. I want to have fun. I want to enjoy myself. I want to eat the meals. Like, our weekend, I get, is very focused on food because that's who I am and Joe as well. But I remember we sat down for a rehearsal dinner. And I'm sure a lot of brides, unfortunately, don't eat much, like, the week leading up to their wedding. Like, I wouldn't – I'm not surprised – i'm horrified by that but i'm not surprised when i hear that and we sat down at the rehearsal dinner and we had the full like barbecue spread and where we got married at cedar lakes estate i swear some of the best food i've ever had in my life and there was a a whole pig there was fried chicken pasta salad like everything you could imagine and i got up first and made my plate and i like they had gluten-free fried chicken. I don't know when I'll ever awesome. have that again. So I had two big pieces of that, like so much pork. They had made me gluten-free mac and cheese. I sat down with a full plate. And one of the owners of the place came up to me, Stephanie, and was like, can I get a photo of you? Because <laughs> I've never seen this, and I love it so much. And I was like, I'm not going to not eat. That's awesome. And I and every night I got back to my room, they had put the leftovers in my fridge. And so I had another <laughs> dinner at like 2 a.m., that's amazing. Because you're never going to get that time back. And that's and, like, what you enjoy. I would be so mad if I, the next day, like years later, I was like, didn't get to enjoy that meal because I was I so concerned about fitting him. I mean, obviously, you want to fit physically. You want the dress to zip. Right. But don't buy two sizes smaller. Right. And tell yourself really, really you're going to lose 10 pounds. Exactly. Like, it's that, that pressure. blows my mind. The pressure.
0: I mean, in my day, I remember thinking of it like a badge of honor that I didn't eat anything at my wedding.
1: It's like, crazy. Yeah. No, I know, and so I, like, I my oh, mom was
0: too busy to eat, or you know, yeah. whatever stupid nonsense
1: that was. It's and but. like I think some people actually take it. Like I know some people, and I see a lot of them on social media, and some of them are my friends. Take it as like a badge of honor of like I'm losing ten pounds for the mm-hmm. wedding. Like I need to be stick rail thin, like whatever. And I've been to weddings where, and I've seen weddings where you don't even recognize the bride. Yeah. And that, I think, is so sad yeah. because they kill themselves to look this way. You show up on the most, maybe you view it as this, maybe not, important day of your life. Yeah. With everyone you love and you don't look like yourself. Yeah. And then you just spiral back. Oh, absolutely. To Like on your honeymoon. Yeah, how great you were before. But, right. you know, it's, it's really frightening and it makes me so sad. And I just wish that... I know it's the pressure of society, but I feel as a female, we should be empowered by ourselves to say, this is me, this is what you're all getting, I love it, if you don't love it, then I would gladly have someone else sitting at the table, because it takes a lot to pay for you to be at my wedding. Right,
0: and you can go home. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, I think that it's a fantastic point. I mean, first, it really starts with figuring out how to accept yourself, and I think that that's a really hard thing. In society. Yeah. But we're getting better. I and really, it's a
1: journey. Everyone, yeah. like, you know, we all go through things. I don't that's think. I'm true. Like, everyone has things that they wish they could improve on. And that's fine. You can improve on things. But you don't need to, you know, I get everyone. And this is the thing. When I say F the wedding diet. Yeah. Everyone wants to look and feel their best on their right. wedding. I get that. I wasn't eating 10 cheeseburgers a day. Right. And, like, you know, going the opposite way. I was working out. I was eating healthy. And, sure, I didn't feel as if I had a ton of weight to lose. Right. If you are someone that doesn't feel comfortable in your body and you just want to feel overall better and more confident, then I get that. Yep. I'm talking about the wedding diet of like crash dieting, not eating, just so you can be the skinniest you'll ever be right, for that one day. Yep. That's what I'm saying.
0: I've had many yeah. very slim brides go, who look amazing when they try their dress on and then yeah six months later, they go to their first fitting, and they've lost two sizes, and they're emaciated, and yeah. you see their bones on the wedding day, and it's, actually and it's not scary. beautiful, no. you know, and it, it's that what, that, yeah, it's that, that's, that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'd say we're both all for health, and toning yeah. up, and, you know, feeling your best, but I think a lot of that comes from the inside, and mm-hmm. that that's what needs to be addressed in a lot of these cases. 100%. Whenever I start with the bride, we always say to them, I'm going to Find you a dress that you feel beautiful in today yeah. because why put that pressure on yourself?
1: Why? You know? Honestly, and I knew – so, like, for me, I get pretty bloated easily Depend, like, I never know what's going to trigger me. I know certain things, but, like, I could think I'm eating a safe meal, and then the next day it's, it's like not, I'm breaking. Okay. So I knew when I was trying on dresses, obviously I love the, like, beautiful silk, like – that hangs on everyone and looks gorgeous. But I knew if God forbid I ate something and I was woke up like very bloated, I would feel self-conscious because it'd be hanging on me and I knew I wouldn't feel my best. And that's why I went with the dress. I went, it was, I don't know what the material is. It
0: was actually a crepe, which PS is not at all easy to wear.
1: But it's like, it kind of was like,
0: not neoprene,
1: but it was thick.
0: It was thick. Ramona, she wore Ramona Cavesa and it was absolutely beautiful. I'll show you guys pictures, but um, it was it, – she does a really thick crepe yeah where, it was was it wasn't like every hanging bump, on me.
1: Yeah. It was tight. But you have to have a good good shape. You career. have to – yes. But it wasn't like – I felt kind of like I was wearing like almost like – you know Clover Canyon, that yeah. little designer? That's kind of how I felt where it was like sucked in in all the yeah. best ways and not like loosely hanging on me. And so I knew that going in. Yeah. And that's why when I tried it on and I loved it, I was like, I love it. I don't feel good in my body today because it's the day after Thanksgiving. I had just gorged on five dinners, <laughs> but I still feel comfortable in it. Yeah. And so we're going with it. Yeah. Like know yourself.
0: Know don't yourself.
1: like think that that's you're going to all of a sudden be a here. different human in four months when you walk on the aisle and pick a dress that you don't like that right. day. And if you
0: are, you have to sort of consider why, you know, yeah. why do you want to be a different, yeah. completely different human? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think that that's great advice. And I think brides really um, – One of the things, the wedding, we were talking about this earlier before we started recording about how weddings can really bring out the very best and very worst in people, but also in yourself. I think that it leads to a crisis of confidence a lot in a person and... You know, women are so worried about how they'll photograph and what will they look like. And they're going to look at these pictures forever. Mm-hmm. And it becomes this whole narrative in your head that it has to be the most beautiful you will ever look on your day. Yeah. And that's
1: just not true. No. So I gave up on the idea of perfect a long time ago okay. because I felt I I am a perfectionist and in all aspects of my life. And I felt like I was always so consumed by being better and making sure everything was perfect. And, uh, you know, I want to make sure everyone likes me, whatever it may be, however it was coming out. The wedding, honestly, forced me to give up on that. Oh, that's interesting. Which I I think is the opposite. But I was so fed up with everything having to match and be perfect in everyone's eyes that I just said, screw it. I'm done. I'm not even like it was it's so interesting reflecting on what I cared about the most of the wedding versus what I think a lot of people do but I never even thought about how am I going to photograph it was honestly like what are we serving the guests to eat (laughs) what songs are we going to do this like you know I cared about different things which I get that's just personally what I, I care a little less about style than I do about other aspects but I think if if we all just kind of gave up on it, it has to be perfect. And it's not going to be perfect. Right. Nothing's perfect. Nothing's perfect. And things are going to go wrong. And I said this to my friend, no one's going to notice. Right. Because other than you, your partner, and whatever parents were involved, and the wedding planner, no one knows what was supposed to happen. Right. <laughs> so no one knows that, like, that flower bouquet was supposed to match that one. No one knows. Right. So no and one no knows it's laughing. a mess up. And no one cares. Yeah. Like, There were little things that, you know, if I had really cared about it being perfect, I would have said, ooh, that was wrong. But no one noticed. Yeah. And I didn't care. And also, you have to realize that I think as a bride, people get this idea that they get to be these crazy bridezilla, like, psychos. Yeah. But you still are human. And you have to treat people with respect. And people are working with or, like, with you to make this the best weekend of your life that you have to treat them that way. Yeah. So
0: No, it's true. And actually, some of these are points. Um, Cameron, on her blog, on the Freckled Foodie, is going to be talking about tips for brides. Yes. And a couple of these are tips. But why don't you give me a couple of your top ones? Advice, okay. uh, just general advice, not food advice, but yeah, advice for general. every bride, some tips.
1: So my top tip someone actually gave to me, and I'll include her example because I think it was so perfect, okay. is that you set the tone. So as the bride, yes, the wedding is about two people. Your partner is just as important, but everyone's really looking at the bride, if we're being honest. Yeah. I love you, Joe. Um, <laughs> I think so, they're good with that, though. Yeah, yeah, he was fine with that. So my friend gave me the example. She was getting married in the summer, and the AC of her, her venue broke. And Oh, my gosh. It was like, I, th- I don't know if it was in August. It was a very hot day. And so obviously she could have freaked out. Yeah. Rightfully so. I get that. But she could have been like, I'm not dancing. I'm not doing anything. Like pissed off about it. Worried about her makeup sweating. Right. Her hair coming undone. And just kind of sat there. And if she had done that, everyone that was attending would have followed her lead. Like they follow your lead. They would have complained about it. They would have been worried about sweating through their suits, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: And just kind of like laid low. And she went into the wedding and said to herself i don't care how hot it is i'm dancing my butt off and this is going to be the best party ever and she did she was covered in sweat she was dancing all night and every and everyone had so much fun and i feel like there's such you forget that everyone's looking for your cues as the bride you really set the tone and so i went in i even said it at our our welcome speech at the ceremony joe spoke and then i was like let me have the mic i'm gonna say something too (laughs) and I was like, listen, I love you all. I want to talk to all of you. I'm going to come around and say hi. But if you want to see me, find me on the dance floor. Like, everyone just dance. That's what we want. We want you to eat this delicious meal. And then we want everyone on the dance floor all night partying. Because yeah. that's that's what we always envisioned. And that's what we wanted our wedding to be. And I've gone to weddings where, you know, the bride, it's if the bride wants it all to be about the photographs and the videographer and it's very, you know, buttoned up and film-esque, right. that's fine because the bride's having what she wants. But she's also setting the tone of everyone's going to lay a bit, a little bit lower, Yeah, you know, not get too rowdy. And if that's what you want, then all for it. You're the bride. But I just think that you need to realize that you are really setting the tone of that day. So you got to act that way.
0: I think that's great, great advice. And it kind of goes in line with not like sweating the small stuff really yeah, and you know 100%. knowing that there are going to be mistakes things are going to happen i mean you know yeah. <laughs> your metal belt that we had yeah. for the after party was thrown out by one of the staff yeah. and you were like that sucks
1: all right we're moving on we're going to have a great time i don't need the belt i remember we so The back, we came back, I had a belt that I was gonna wear, I was gonna change into one of my many looks. And (laughs) I, that noise is my freezer, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I have constant issues, I'm in a big fight with it. And it will go on for a little while. Okay, Um, no problem. So we came back from the ceremony into like our bridal suite. And Joe and I were supposed to have like 15, 20 minutes to ourselves, eat the hors d'oeuvres, like and then go to the cocktail hour. And the belt that I was going to wear had been wrapped. And um, the cleaning staff at the venue had come while we were getting married to clean up, to tidy it. And since it was wrapped, it kind of looked like trash. And I'm sure maybe it was with trash. It ended up getting thrown out. So Julie comes in. And I'm like, okay, Julie, can I have, like, the belt, my dress, the different shoes so I can have everything to change into? And she's like, I can't find the belt anywhere. We tear up the bridal suite. Can't find it. And I'm sure, I mean... I definitely had grounds to be angry. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure a lot of people would have. A lot. But I was like, immediately, I was like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care about the belt. I'm sure, yeah, we thought it was always going to happen, and I love the idea of it, but I'm over it. Totally. I-, I want this time with my now husband, and that's that. And I'm good. And bless you, Cedar Lake State, because... They had one of their staff members. She dove in a dumpster and found it. I cannot believe she ran after Julie had left. She ran back into the room. Was like, I found the belt. So I did wear it. I ended up wearing it for like (laughs) 10 minutes after all that. Oh, my God. I can't. When you told me that story, I was like, I I cannot believe we found it. I can't believe it either. But I just think that that shows, again, like you can't sweat the small stuff. Right. It doesn't matter. No, it's true. No one knew I was going to wear a silver belt. Right. So if I didn't wear it, no one would have even known. Right. Right. And in hindsight, we
0: kept it wrapped because it protected it from getting scratched. Yeah. But you can see how that's a mistake. Yeah. It's easy to make. It's easy. But, you know, what I love is, you know, mistakes happen, but it's how you fix them that matters. And Cedar Lakes really did an awesome oh my job God.
1: with that. Amazing. That's really yeah. cool. And then I would say another piece of advice is: yeah. To, it's twofold, but eat the food and have fun. Okay. Like, it's kind of what we were saying about eating. My dinner at the actual ceremony is hands down the most memorable meal I've ever had in my life because I was sitting at this table with my now husband, with all of our bridesmaids and groomsmen and their significant others who are our closest friends in the world in a room that was the most beautifully decored room I've ever been in or decorated. And it had 270 people that I love the most. Like everyone that I cared about was there. And I was eating this delicious meal, looking at everyone just taking in how great life was. And I feel obviously that's time that a lot of brides say hello to everyone. And we did that, but you can take 10 minutes yeah, to eat absolutely and just like soak it in and then just have fun. Yeah. It, you're never going to get that night back. You never, you're going to be grasping for more moments and more memories after it's done. So really just get as many as you can. Like, yeah. you know, the small talk, I don't know. I said hello to everyone. We made it our goal. But then I said, find me on the dance floor. Yeah.
0: And you know, it's funny because when we were talking uh, before we started recording, you said something that I actually did as well. And I think it's great advice for brides and in line with what you're saying, which is spend as much time as you can together
1: with your spouse. Oh my gosh, 100%. Yeah,
0: Mike and I made a point of doing yeah. that too,
1: where we just stuck together. Because stuck I knew together. it'd be really easy to get. Once you lose them, everyone yeah. wants both of you. Yeah. And then you it's like, oh, oh. Uh, uh. Like everyone wants one more word or one more picture. And we had said that we wanted to take time to step back every once in a while and be like, wow, holy crap, this is happening. And I married Mr. Literal. So as soon as I told him that we should do that, the whole weekend, every hour, he'd come up and be like, (laughs) Cammy, let's take that moment.
0: (laughs) So he'd like pull me aside
1: and we'd literally like just stand aside and look at everything and everyone. And I probably would have forgotten to do it. So I'm so grateful that he did. But those are some of my favorite memories of doing that. And also my sister has this video of us at the rehearsal, like dinner that turned into welcome party, which was basically a wedding in and of itself, dancing, just focused on each other. And she's like, there are other people here, but you know, he was who I really wanted to spend the time with. And so we, I honestly can't remember leaving his side. That's how it should be. That's amazing. It was so fun. That's why you're there, you know, and
0: I think a lot of people lose sight of the marriage. A hundred percent. That's really what this is all about. I agree. And if your partner loves you for who you are and how you look, I think that that should be Mm -hmm. enough for you to love yourself and for you to not put the insane pressure on yourself to look a certain way that you have created in your mind. Yeah. That's really just designed to make you feel bad about yourself. Oh my God.
1: There's no like positive angle on it. None. It's like... Let's just constantly throw darts at you of how you can better yourself. Right. And I think it has to stop.
0: Yeah. and I'm with you. This podcast and talking about it, I think, is one way that that happens. You know, just getting it out there and brides giving their real story. And And it was
1: so crazy when I posted that about the wedding diet. I got such a high response rate of females saying how ridiculously they feel when people ask them. And how many people come up to them and ask them. I mean, people at work, like – it, it blows my mind. It is so inappropriate. And yet people still ask. So if you're listening yeah. and you have friends that are brides-to-be, don't ask them. Don't ask them or yeah. anyone for that bad. Yeah. Uh,
0: and then also don't ask them when they're having kids or yeah, <laughs> that or other intrusive stuff. I think people have really – and maybe it's gotten worse with social media because everyone is all out there with everything. And
1: they know all aspects of your life.
0: Yeah. And you know – and it, I think the filter has become a little bit different. Yeah. But – I don't know. I think that it, there is, in asking somebody whether or not, or what their wedding diet is, there is an intrinsic... That you have to diet. That you have to diet. And that there's something wrong with how That's you That's what I
1: found the most rude. Yeah. Like, that was my response to it. Whenever anyone asks me, I'm like, oh, so you think I need to go on a diet? Yeah. Let's throw it And right then back. they're so uncomfortable. Right. And then I would say, I'm not dieting. Right. There's no need. There's no need for any... I'm not saying me. There's no need to crash diet for a wedding. Absolutely. Well, so
0: I think this is great advice. I encourage you guys all to read Cameron's tips on the Freckled Foodie blog. Yes, for it's not freckledfoodie.com. Okay, perfect. Thank you. And your Instagram is Freckled Foodie. Freckled Foodie. Yep. But what I think what you're doing is really Thank incredible, you. and Thank I'm you. so glad we could talk about this today. Me and too. I think that it's really important
1: information. I'm happy you're helping all these brides. Thank you. <laughs> it's been fun.
0: Well, that is it for now. I hope this was helpful and. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a tip on how to be dressed, styled, and down the aisle. Bye for now.